Welcome to the Radio Lumi Artist Spotlight Series. These spotlights are meant to highlight Luminato artists and the work they've contributed. You'll hear them describe themselves and their art in their own voices. Coming up is Winter Plum. Winter Plum is a creative and neuroatypical mind born in Florianopolis, Brazil, living as a love migrant in Canada. They are a part of a collective named Other Ways to Care. They are a contributing artist to the Illuminato edition of Crypt Collab, a digital zine from Sticky Mangoes. You can find the zine with accompanying image descriptions on the Illuminato website. Hi, my name is Philip Simon, and my pronouns are they and them. I'm a Brazilian-born creative practitioner living in Toronto for the last seven years. I'm described as someone having an olive skin, thick eyebrows, and curly hair. I wear glasses for my myopia, and t-shirts and hoodies are my best friends, like today. Recently, I started drawing portraits of clients getting their hair cut at a local queer-friendly hair salon in Toronto. My ambition was to capture the gender fluidity and improvisation inside a highly structured frame as a hair salon is. What a good haircut look like. A haircut to mark change. A haircut to secure an income. A haircut to become adult. A haircut to change gender presentation. A haircut to experience grief. A haircut because of hair loss. A haircut to feel safe. A haircut to pass. A haircut as self-care. A haircut to please someone. A haircut as routine. A haircut as a treat. A haircut as a threat. A haircut as an exception. Fifteen sketches and equal amount of stories that reveal the state of mind of customers I observed. I wanted my pictures to trace my sitter's hair only. No face shape, no identifying features. And before they left, I gave them a carbon copy of the work I have done. A traditional lookbook like those we find in hair salons is usually filled with models conforming to narrow stereotypes of gender and beauty. Let's face it, mine has the ambition, if at all, to celebrate the hair itself with none of these limited associations. I try to draw attention to the interplay of relationships at work all around us as we construct or perform our BIPOC, ethnic and gender identities Day to day, my practice has been community-driven, operating in an expanded field that includes performance, installation, participatory public art, drawing, digital media and writing. In the current circumstances where interpersonal connections have been negatively impacted due to the global pandemic, I like to explore how performance art can be 
reconfigure to address a more body phobic social consciousness. One of the core aspects that gives performance art agency practice is the range of intimacies that can be tested and opened up between artists and audiences. This is why I flirt with the idea to explore various ways that trust might be reconstructed or restored between self and others in both private and public spaces. Moving between a scale of viewing distance, touching distance, breathing distance, with the aim not to rupture but to respect the parameters of how we sense these sensitive borders. Can intimacy be redefined with audiences and how can we trust furthermore ourselves? As a neurodivergent person that suffers from slight speech impediment in times of stress. I can say now that in my nearly 35 years I've become comfortable with this skin I'm in, embracing its challenges and peculiarities while leaning into its preciousness. Over time I've realized my identity is multifaceted and intersectional. No one part of me separates from the other. Each one comes with its difficulties, but the beauty always wins. Being disabled has shown me how strong and resilient I can be, while also reminding me of the importance of kindness. Being an immigrant has taught me fortitude, focus and courage. It has shown me the love, brotherhood and connection. Being a flawed human being has taught me patience and perseverance. While in many ways it has forced me to leverage my tenacity and strength, even when things get particularly challenging. And the art. My art has been a consistent and therapeutic release for me since a very young age. When I felt misunderstood or alone, I turned to my canvas to release. Communication is not just one thing. And I think I've been able to effectively express that through my various choice of mediums. I knew I was drawn to drawing and painting at an early age. And every change I got, I would dig a little deeper and try something new. In some of my darkest and most isolating moments, my sketchbook provided me solace. It was an area of my life where I had complete control. Adulthood has come with its struggles, its lessons, its heartaches and its triumphs. And my art has been with me, a part of me, every time. When I have tried to run away from my art or neglected it in some seasons of my life, it has found me. Art has equally nurtured me, as I have nurtured it. My art is both my peace and my protest. It is my grounding and my uplift. It is my voice and my advice. Some of my most freeing moments have come from starting a sketch of a flower. It is truly serendipitous for a person with fine motor scale delay 
to twirl the paintbrush the way I can. I'm forever grateful to have such a gift and be able to share it with others. That was Winter Plum. To find this spotlight and others, check out Radio Lumi on the Luminato website. You can find it at luminatofestival.com slash event slash radio dash Lumi.